Hi, I'm Pastor Rod Fair, and I am the pastor of North Douglas Church here in Victoria, British Columbia. Today I want to finish off the series all about Jesus with part 13 talking about Jesus' resurrection. I thought that to end the whole series of what we've done throughout the summer, I just could not uh, fathom another uh, message that would be so relevant than to talk about the power of Jesus' resurrection and what happened because of it. And the really just what it says to us about new life. You see, we know that that the cross of Jesus Christ is a pivotal moment in God's plan for redemption of mankind. But without the resurrection, would people even know about the cross? And so we want to talk about these two things. I want to remind you that if you would like to review any of the messages in this series, you can go on to uh, northdouglaschurch.com or you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, or you can review any of these messages on your favorite podcast supplier. As well, if you want to send us a, a prayer request or uh, communicate, you can send an email to prayer at northdouglaschurch.com. We'd be glad to respond. And, uh, and if it is a prayer request, we'll pass it along to our prayer team. You'll notice that today it's a bit of a different setting than I normally uh, have. I, I normally record in my office, but today I'm in our spare room of my home. And I want to share communion at the beginning of this message. I just want to go through the communion service, talk about the cross a little bit. And I want to remind you that, you know, we can do this wherever we are. We can do this when we're at home, when we're with friends around the kitchen table, wherever we happen to be, and we're uh, with other people that have a like mind to honor Jesus Christ, we can share the communion service, read through the scripture, and honor the memory of why Jesus sacrificed his life. All we need is a little cracker, a little bit of bread, and I have a little cracker here and some juice, uh, and. Uh, I have a little cup here in order to represent Jesus' body and his blood. And so I'm going to invite you to uh, gather some of those things together for yourself if you'd like to take part. And uh, we're going to, to just talk about the cross and then lead into talking about the resurrection. It is a, a very relevant thing to remember Jesus' body and his blood. It's important that we notice that it is God's pivotal moment uh, in the redemption of mankind. It's God's plan that people would be drawn close because there was such a big barrier, and, so, and to many people there still is, this big barrier of sin in between a relationship with God, just the blockage that happens because of the sin and brokenness in our world is huge. And many people don't realize that they can reconnect with God. And Jesus Christ uh, came to show the way to connect with God. He came so that he could be the savior of the world, that he could pay the price and be the redeeming factor. The fact is that when he sacrificed himself on that cross, his body was uh, tattered and torn, his blood was shed, and he was that perfect lamb of God, that sacrifice for the sin of mankind. So all of the legal requirements of the law were met through the sacrifice of Jesus. So when people come to Jesus and they believe in him, then they can be forgiven of their sin. And it, it is such a relief to have that barrier removed. It's such a good thing to know that we have the freedom to come to God because of what Jesus has done on the cross. 
And of course, it takes that uh, it takes that initiative for people to come, right? Like once that barrier is taken away, then it's the Spirit of God that draws us close, and then we we take the step forward and say, "I do believe, and I want to communicate, and I want to uh, know God better." And so, when Jesus was meeting with the disciples, I mean, he told them that he was going to to die. He told them that what was going to happen, even though that they didn't understand. And so, at the Lord's Supper, when they were celebrating the Passover, he gave them this memorial, this symbols of what was going to happen as a way of remembering on into the future, not only for them as disciples, but those that they would teach and the church that they would plant. Ultimately, for all that believe, we have these symbols in this moment to recall what Jesus did on the cross. And so I want you to share with me as we we take this bread and uh, this cup and remember Jesus. I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 26, and um, so take this this little bit of bread, this cracker that you may have, and uh, let's remember the body of Christ. It says in verse 26, As they were eating, Jesus took some bread and blessed it. And then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, Take this and eat it, for this is my body. Let's remember the body of Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you have given to us and how you've sacrificed your own life. And then Jesus continued, verse 27 in Matthew 26, and said, And he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. And he gave it to them and said, Each of you drink from it, for this is my blood, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of of many. Let's take this cup and remember Jesus' blood. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you for the sacrifice that Jesus paid in this blood, that we could be redeemed, that we could be forgiven of sin, that the, the doorway would be open. Thank you that we could come to God that we could come and pray, that we could come and have a relationship, that we could have fellowship together. We thank you for all that Jesus has done. God, you know, this is, uh, this is an amazing part of what I wanted to share with you uh, regarding the resurrection, because we need to understand that the cross is that pivotal moment in God's redemptive plan. But the resurrection really shows it off. It really shows uh, to the world what God has done. And that's really, really important. Because the new life that is granted uh, through the cross of Christ uh, needs to be displayed. It needs to be recognized. You know, people do have a responsibility to be able to come to God. But if no one knows, then how will they be drawn. And of course, the Spirit of God draws attention to Jesus and uh, lets people know that Jesus' life is important and that they can receive new life in the name of Jesus. Let me explain it uh, a little bit this way. You know, there's a story of a tool manufacturer and this uh, manufacturer made drill bits. And ultimately, they were struggling within 
uh, their realm and the market that they were appealing to in the industrial market. Um, they were experiencing losses. Their company was going broke. And the executives gathered together and they were discussing the problem that they were having in their company. And they were talking about the, the decline and the demand for drill bits. And the CEO challenged them and said, how can we revive the drill bit market? What can we do to, to get people to buy more drill bits? And after a silence and nobody had any ideas, finally, one member of the team uh, spoke up and said, sir, the market isn't for drill bits. It's for holes. And you see, the, the truth behind this story is that sometimes we don't recognize what the need is. And within that particular instance, the the, the truth uh, that comes from Peter Drucker that said the customer never buys a product. By definition, the customer buys the satisfaction of a want. And you see, that's the truth of it, is that when people have a want, then they're going to try and fill that. They're going to try and fill that need in some way. And that's where uh, products come into the market. Uh, take, for instance, the copier company, Xerox. I mean, they revolutionized uh, a concept because they realized that people didn't want a copy machine. People wanted to buy copies. And so they began leasing out their machines on a per copy basis. And truthfully, that's the way most companies now uh, pay for copies within in their company. Because somebody realized that the market wasn't for machines, it was for copies. Now, let's think about it in terms of Christianity. We know that the cross of Christ is what people need. I mean, they, they need to know that God has forgiven them. They need to know that the barrier has been removed and that they can come close to God, right? But lots of people don't feel it really as something that they want or understand, and they don't really uh, feel that their sin is all that important. Maybe some of them don't even know that God is real. And there are times when the church has tried to explain the cross of Christ without realizing that there is a want within our society that is important, that can be filled by that cross of Christ message. And that, of course, is that they want life. So many people are crying out, like they're, they're living a life that is broken. They're living a life that is not exactly the fulfillment that they envisioned. And we know that because of what Jesus did on the cross, that Jesus gives new life. And that has been demonstrated, how? In the resurrection. When Jesus was raised from the dead, he conquered death and the grave and gave new life to, to so many. And the, that new life is exactly what the world really wants. And we need to be able to share that message. We need to be able to let people know that because of the cross of Christ, new life can come because Jesus has been raised from the dead. That he demonstrates that not only is the forgiveness uh, uh, from God something that is needed in our hearts, but it opens the door to new life, a new relationship with God, something that people long for and want and need. And so the main point of my message today is this. Jesus' resurrection from the dead is the power of the hope for eternal life. Believe in Jesus and receive life. Jesus' 
power over sin and death has given an open door to people to come and have new life. That's a great message. That's the message of the gospel. And so we want people to know it. We want people to be able to experience it so that they can know that their relationship with God is something that is moving them forward in their own life. Jesus was raised from the dead three days after the cross. And he, he appeared to Mary at the tomb. He appeared to Simon Peter. He has appeared to two of the followers uh, on the road to Emmaus. And while those followers had come back to the other disciples and were explaining how Jesus, the resurrected Jesus, had appeared to them on the road, Jesus came into that place and introduced himself again to the disciples in his resurrected form. And this is what it says in Luke chapter 24. And just as they were telling about it, Jesus himself was suddenly standing there among them. Peace be to you, he said. But the whole group was startled and frightened, thinking they were seeing a ghost. Why are you frightened, he asked. Why are your hearts filled with doubt? Look at my hands. Look at my feet. You can see that it's really me. Touch me. Make sure that I'm not a ghost, because ghosts don't have bodies as you see that I do. As he spoke, he showed them his hands and his feet. Still, they stood there in disbelief, filled with joy and wonder. And he asked them, do you have anything here to eat? And they gave him a piece of broiled fish, and he ate it as they watched. Then he said, When I was with you before, I told you that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and in the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scripture. And he said, Yes, it was written long ago that the Messiah would suffer and die and rise from the dead on the third day. It also was written that this message would be proclaimed in the authority of his name to all the nations beginning in Jerusalem. There is forgiveness of sin for all who repent. You are witnesses of all these things, and now I will send the Holy Spirit just as my Father promised, but stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. This is is such a powerful passage. I mean, Jesus appeared resurrected from the dead in the room. And the disciples were amazed and they were filled with doubt and misunderstanding and you know all of the things that goes through their mind when some amazing miracle would happen. And then he tells them that all of these things were foretold. Everything that was happening was stuff that he had already told them about. And then they began to understand. And importantly, he said, Now the message could go out. Now the message could go to the entire world that the gospel would be preached, that this message would be preached, and people would receive new life in Jesus' name. And this is what the resurrection is really about. So let's ask that question. What was God trying to do and say by raising Jesus from the dead? Well, first of all, I would say this. God was drawing attention to the work of the cross. The resurrection made the cross the point of public proclamation. You know, there was lots of people in Jerusalem that knew what had happened at the cross. They had known about the death of Jesus. But when Jesus was raised from the dead, it went so much further than just the the place of Jerusalem. The cross became a place uh, or a, a message of testimony because the disciples knew that Jesus was raised from the dead, and they proclaimed it far and wide, wherever they went. 
and more believers came to talk about Jesus raised from the dead. You know, without the resurrection, we could say, would anybody have heard about the work of the cross? And yes, well, certainly some some would have. But others would have just dismissed it as a criminal that had died, and they would not know about the, the saving work that Jesus did. How a sinless life sacrificed body and blood made for a removal of sin between God and man. And so, I want you to know that in Jesus' teaching time, uh, while he was uh, having all these followers and teaching his disciples, he used miracles as a way of drawing attention to the truth of who God was. And in the same way, God raising Jesus from the dead drew attention to the message of the cross. And that is hugely important for us to understand. Romans 6, 6 6-9 says, We know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. That is the work of the cross. And ultimately, we know that Christ would never die again and that because of our belief that we wouldn't either. We would come into a new life in Christ. That is certainly an amazing work. And the the resurrection of Jesus Christ proclaimed all of these things that happened on the cross. It made it so that it was a public message. And That's one of the things that God was doing. The second thing that God was doing and saying uh, in the resurrection and raising Jesus from the dead was that he was providing assurance that new life was real. You see, a lot of people wouldn't believe the message without understanding, has anybody been there? Has anybody done this before? But Jesus has been raised from the dead. The disciples experienced it, right? That he was not a ghost. He he had some food. They could touch him. They could see him. They could talk to him. And it was new life. And they needed to understand it so that when they proclaimed the message, they would know, no, we were there. We witnessed it. Jesus is resurrected from the dead. He has conquered death in the grave. And that is just such a huge, huge piece. The disciples knew that God had a message to be proclaimed. And so they had experienced the resurrected Jesus and they were out there saying, this is new life in Jesus' name. This is what we have experienced. This is what we know. And so it's important that we understand that for us, what God is saying is that new life is real. Romans chapter 8, verse 11 says, The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. And just as God raised Christ from the dead, he will give life to your mortal body in this same Spirit living within you. Many people have a hard time believing in God because they see so much confusion in the world, so much brokenness, and they don't know that real life is available Uh, through God Almighty, in the name of Jesus. And we need to be able to to explain that and tell them. And, And we know, if we've experienced it in Jesus Christ, that it is real, and we can talk about our own experience. We can talk about what the resurrected Jesus has done in us. I mean, have you ever had a real milkshake? 
I'm not talking just about a, a package or I am talking about a real milkshake, real ice cream poured in the cup with, a, with real milk and, you know, chocolate sauce made from uh, cocoa. And it's just blended in this uh, milkshake blender and it's, it's thick and it's creamy. And when you, when you drink it, you go, that is amazing. Now, have you ever had a, a milkshake from a fast food chain like uh, McDonald's or one of those kind of places that uses some other kinds of packaged dairy product? I mean, really, the, the difference is, is huge, right? From a real milkshake to something that's packaged, it's just not the same. You know which one is, is just made for fast food just out of convenience and which one is real, made with the real thing. And that's what life in Christ is about. So many times we're living in this world and we experience all kinds of, of hurts and woundedness and we know that there's something that's missing. It's just not quite what it was made to be. But when we come to know Jesus Christ and we experience the resurrected Jesus, we come to know what real life is, what it really means to be loved, what it really means uh, to be cared for. And so when we experience that kind of life, then we know that it's real that we come to God and experience it, that new life. In fact, in John 10.10, 10, Jesus said, The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. We know that Jesus helps us to understand the life that God wants us to live. And we can make choices because we can come to God and we can say, God, Let's talk about where my life is going. Let's talk about what's happening. I want to experience the life that you give. Now, the other part of what God is saying and doing in the resurrection of Jesus Christ is that he was giving hope for the future. Eternal life means that people can draw close to God, not just while they're living and breathing here on earth, but that after we die, that there is a hope that is beyond anything uh, that is experienced here on earth, that, that it's not the end when we breathe our last breath, but that God has a resurrection life in store for us, just like he raised Jesus from the dead. And that is a huge point for us to understand, that the message of the cross, the message of salvation in God's name, is not just for now, but for eternity. And God had sealed that and made that promise by raising Jesus from the dead. And Jesus himself had made, made some promises about the future. And he told his disciples in John 14, Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. You see, Jesus knew that he was going to, to die for mankind's sin, but he also knew that he would be raised to life and that eternal life was something that he would be able to give to people, not just hope for this present day, but hope for the future on in even past death. And boy, I tell you, there are a lot of people that are scared of dying in our world today. But why should we be frightened if we know that even after death, there is eternal life? You want to know the solution to fear in our world today? It's the resurrected Jesus. 
It's the fact that Jesus is raised from the dead. We do not need to be afraid. We trust in him and know that regardless of whether we live in this life now or whether we pass away into eternity, we know that we are secure in the person of Jesus. And so our faith is in him because he promised us life and life is what he's going to give us. You know, as we come to the end of this message, I thought that I needed to draw some attention to a story that uh, happened in Jesus' life with some friends of his. And I had preached about this in a previous message, but Mary and Martha were Jesus' friends. They were his supporters, and they had a brother named Lazarus. Lazarus was Jesus' friend, and while Jesus was away, Lazarus died. He, he died and was buried in a tomb, and he was there for four days before Jesus came. And when Jesus came to see the family, uh, he knew that Lazarus had already passed away. And he was talking with Martha and said, you need to believe. You need to believe. And they, they were saying, well, if you'd only been here, he never would have died in the first place. Jesus said, you need to believe. And in John eleven twenty five, he says this, Jesus told her, that is Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. And of course, when he went to Lazarus's tomb and asked the stone to be rolled away, people were like, hey, you know, that's not a good idea. I mean, he's been dead for four days. That's not going to be pleasant. And Jesus was just saying, trust me. And uh, he called out to Lazarus and said, Lazarus, come out of that tomb. And Lazarus was raised from the dead. That new life was breathed into his body and he walked out of that tomb. Because Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Regardless of what is going to happen in our own circumstances, we know that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. And that new life is our hope in him. And so we want to continue to celebrate that. We want to be able to uh, proclaim that Jesus is the path of life. And so I encourage you to celebrate. I encourage you to honor him. I encourage you to believe, trust Jesus for life that comes in his name. Now, some of you may say, well, I, I don't really, I haven't gone there. I haven't actually believed in Jesus Christ. You can begin this whole process of talking with Jesus, of talking with God, and opening up that doorway in your own life, a relationship with God, with these simple words. Just a simple prayer. It says, Dear Jesus, I know that you died for my sin and were raised to life to give me life. I ask you to forgive my sin and give me this eternal life you promised. I want to know you and live my life in relationship with you. Amen. If you took that step today, please email me. Send a note to prayer at northdouglaschurch.com. Let me know that you made a commitment like that, just to open your relationship up with God, that you've repented of your sin and just want the new life of Jesus. And uh, I'd love to talk with you and, and give you some resources to help you uh, just develop that relationship with God. I know that life in Jesus' name is not only real, but it will transform your present day living as well as your eternal destiny. Thank you for being a part of this message. Thank you for being part of this whole series as we've talked all about Jesus. You know, there's so much more in the scriptures to talk about. 
And uh, we're just excited to know that Jesus walks with us, teaches us, helps us in this life. I trust that you will trust him each and every day. God bless you. How great is the chasm? How great the chasm that lay between us. How high the mountains I could not climb. In desperation, I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the night. And through the darkness, your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul. The work is finished, the end is written, Jesus Christ, my living Who could imagine so great a mercy? Where I could fathom such boundless grace. The God of ages stepped down from glory to wear my sin and bear my shame. The cross has spoken. I am forgiven, the King of kings calls me his own. Beautiful Savior, I'm yours forever, Jesus Christ, my living hope. We sing hallelujah, praise the one who set me free.